Today's show is pre-recorded. Sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. It symbolizes just one thing to me, man. It's just a constant reminder of exactly how good God has been to me over the years. And I thank him for it, too, because I realize every day that I wake up that I would be nothing without him. That everything I am that's any good in me, I owe to him. Now, have I made some mistakes along the way? Yep, mm-hmm. bunches, bunches and bunches. And will I continue to make mistakes along the way? Yep, not as many, hopefully, as I have in the past because a lot of stuff I know better now, but you're still going to make mistakes. Now, you know, hopefully I'll, I've limited the amount of intentional errors in my life. I've wiped quite a few of those out but from time to time because we're human we're going to make a mistake every now and then the trick with it is y'all is not to let the devil deceive you into thinking that once you make that mistake that that's it you can't do it you've fallen off the wagon you can't reboard it that's the biggest trick that he uses he makes you think that if you keep stumbling that you can't run the race um kind of reminds me of a marathon runner from time to time I watch him on TV and you'll see some people who uh, finish the race you know in a, in a, in a nice uh, pace you see people finish the race sprinting towards the finish line but every now and then you'll watch a marathon and you'll see a runner 
and the runner is in really, really bad shape. The key is they finish the race. See, you don't get disqualified in the marathon because you stumble. You don't they don't they don't take your opportunity to finish the race because you keep falling. That's not the key. The key is finishing. And a lot of times what what the devil does is he makes you think that because you keep stumbling, because you're swaying from side to side, that, you know, you out the race. Well, that's not the case. And see, and in this thing called life, let me help you understand something. Everybody falls. Nobody sprints to the tape in this one. Nobody just runs free and clear. There's some people running faster than you and all like this. And some people going to get to the end before you. Let them go ahead. And when the end come, the end come. I ain't in a rush to get to the end. But in this race, though, when you're stumbling and you're falling, it's a part of it. No one gets through this race without stumbling and falling, swaying from side to side. So don't let the, uh, the enemy deceive you into thinking that it's over. I, I try to be encouraging to people because I don't want people to get stuck on this thing, you know, and my walk is very different from a lot of people's walks. And then I know a lot of people who walk in faith the way I'm walking in faith. But my, my thing in the morning is just to remind those that is not a perfect walk, man, that it's not something that's set up where you're going to be skipping through life scot-free without any pitfalls. You know, I keep saying it over and over and over again because, like I said, when I was in D.C., um, my boy Hondo said this to me, and it just kind of stuck with me, that the road to construct, the road to success is always under construction. You have to figure and count on the setbacks and the pitfalls, but it's those people that, that, uh, that, that, uh, that fight through will be the victors in the end. You cannot give up, man. Stop going somewhere and sitting down every time something goes down. It's going to go down. It's a part of it. It's going to happen. It's going to occur. There are going to be setbacks. If you go and sit down every time there's a setback, you, you that's not how this works. It is designed that way. If success were easy, Everybody would be successful. But success is just reserved for those who are willing to fight through, who refuse to settle for mediocrity, who want something more. Now, don't get me wrong. Success is defined by each individual. So what I may consider to be successful, you may not consider that. You know, what Bill Gates considers successful, I might not consider what what Michael Jordan considers successful, I might not consider. What you consider successful, your boss might not consider. You have to define what that is for yourself. It may not be monetary at all. You know, your level of success could be tied up in community service. It could be tied up in family. It could be tied up in the church. Your level of success could be tied up in the boys clubs it could be any number of things whatever your level of success is you have to determine what that is you and the best way to determine that is to get in touch with your maker who created you to find out what your mission and your purpose is so he can put you on track i just had this conversation with my son and we were talking about 
getting on the path that God has set up for you. So many times we find ourselves fighting through life because of so much uncertainty, because we have no idea where we're headed. It's like uh, one of my um, sayings that I have at my mentoring camp for boys is, is that a boy without a male role model is like an explorer without a map. See, if you don't have a map, laid out in front of you of where you're going. When you wake up every day, that pretty much explains the feeling of confusion, the lackadaisical attitude, the the lack of purpose, the not understanding your mission because you don't have not gotten in touch with your creator to find out exactly what your path in life is. What are you supposed to be doing? The moment you can identify that is the moment that you get started waking up with purpose, with the sense of direction. When you kill the sense of, I don't know what's next or what to do. Now, there's going to be some confusing moments no matter what happens. There's going to be some uncertainty, but at least you'll know where you're going. So if you're tired of waking up feeling lost, abandoned, confused, don't know what to do, don't know what you're supposed to be doing, refer back to your maker. Because when he created you, he had a plan for you. When he created you, he had a path for you. Now, we've made some decisions to get off of both of those, the mission and the path, but God can get you right back on track. Do that today. Ask him what you're supposed to be doing. And listen God has all the answers if you form the relationship, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. One, two, one, two, three, four. Somebody say it was morning time to me. Somebody told me it was all about me. I love that man. You ever see y'all ain't never been to a, a lounge where the singer is a relative of the lounge owner and he really <laughs> has no business with the singing contract. But right at the start of happy hour at five, he can go on from five to five fifteen when ain't hardly nobody there. I done been to them lounges. <laughs> and that's where they at, man. And they just be up in there writing songs that they wrote on their own that don't make no damn sense. You can look at me while I look at you. You looking at me, one and one is two. Hey, hey. And then he just kicked back like he done wrote the line of lines. That's how we gonna do it this morning, y'all. We're going to do it like ain't nobody able to do it, and then like we ain't got no business doing it. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, once again, why do we start the show different every day? Because this is a new day. This day will be unlike any other day you've ever lived. Nothing about the day will be exactly the same as it was the other day. I don't care who you are and what you say. So why would we start the show the same way when we got a brand new day? That's why we start the show like this. Get used to it. It ain't fitting to change. Good morning, Shirley. Steve, morning good. Hey, Carla Pharrell. 
Good morning. What's happening, Steve? What up with you, Junior? Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. Family member, nephew Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Top, 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 Yeah, top, Mississippi top. Monica. She waved, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't let her talk yet, but she will be soon. Promote, promote. All right, what's happening? <laughs> Good. You're in a great mood this Monday. You know what? I'm so happy, uh-huh. man. I'm so overjoyed to be looking out this window. You know, I had to um, had to um, come to the dentist. I had to travel to my dentist. And uh, my dentist got COVID. Yeah, he's, he's our dentist. Yeah, mine yeah, too. Yeah, so... You know, I won't be, yeah, you know, laying back with my mouth open, letting him breathe on me. So <laughs> you're happy, right? Because you hate the dentist. Oh, wow, overjoyed. Well, I'm not happy he, he got COVID. Dance, yeah. But you're happy that he has. No, no, COVID. no, no. But I'm happy the appointment is canceled. Yes. Overjoyed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a great dentist. Though. Yeah. Flew out here for nothing. Ain't no problem. <laughs> got some good. golf clubs. <laughs> Go. Ain't mad about that. Go get it. Do you play Junior? I never hear no. you talking about golf. No, no, I show up and ride the cart. Oh, I okay. do. Yeah. Oh, that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. I look like I was gonna be out there, but I didn't pass yeah. everybody. I'll be the first one back at the club. Yeah. I'm first. Yo, he has the look. He has the look. <laughs> what What is the appeal? Because a lot of people still don't get golf. We can't talk about it. Uh, we're running out of time. All right, guys, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. This one is from Lakita in Denver. Lakita writes, I'm using my boss's car temporarily while mine is getting worked on. He helps me out by putting gas in the car or getting it washed occasionally. The other day, he took the car and got it washed and filled it up. I noticed that my weed was gone, so I asked him if the car man threw it out. He said he found the weed and smoked it. He said it's his car and anything in the car is his property. I am so hot. Should I make him replace my weed? Are you kidding me? (laughs) What? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Weed is legal. Okay. Now, yeah, let me, yeah. okay, okay, let me ask you something, because did I get it confused? What? Is this her car or her boss's car? No, her boss's car. She's using it temporarily. She's using her boss's yeah. car. Hers is getting worked on. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Did she, has she left out the part that her boss is trying or sleeping with her? Oh, no, she. that's not in there. Oh, okay. At well, all. it should be. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? What boss? Letting you use their car uh, and go wash it in and clean it up and and putting gas in it, putting gas in it, mm-hmm. and let you letting you use their car for what? For what? Because hers is getting worked on. Hers is in the shop. But you cool enough with your boss where you can buy some weed and leave it in the ashtray. He can smoke it. Y'all got that type of relationship. Uh-huh. This ain't about boss and employee. This about something mm-hmm. else. So I'm not even gonna answer the damn question because I don't give a damn about your weed. But they in Denver, in Colorado. It's legal legal there. I I, I guess it is. But (laughs) it's not my concern who has the weed. I'm more concerned about how you got your boss's car driving it and he putting gas in it and washing it. Who's sleeping with who? Mm -hmm. 
That's really what this is about. <laughs> now, y'all having a lover spat over some damn weed. That ain't even what this about to me. He said Let's, it's his car and anything in his car is his property. And mm. so is she when she in it. <laughs> Get it? Mm. Yeah, Next all right, question, Shirley. <laughs> moving on, Cassandra in the Midwest says, my husband and I were planning to go to Antigua over the Christmas holidays, and the travel agent told us both that we have to be vaccinated to travel. My husband has paid for the trip and still won't get vaccinated, so now he's backing out of the trip. A portion of it is non-refundable, so I suggested that I invite my sister to go with me instead. He said that's fine, but he'd expect my sister to pay him back for half the trip. He was going to lose the money, so why does she have to pay? Your thoughts, C-L-O. Hey, dog, listen to me. <laughs> this situation is because you won't get a vaccine. You won't get vaccinated. Okay, cool. Now, because of that, only half of the money is refundable. Your sister said, your wife says, let my sister go. You say, fine, but she got to pay me for the other half. What other half? You don't have no other half, dog. It's gone because your ass won't get the vaccine. Now, you can't go. It don't make no sense to ask the girl for her money back, for your money back. Your money gone. Yes. Whether she go or not, your half of the money gone. Get it? Those are your thoughts. The unvaccinated is starting to piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) Because now y'all carrying this unvaccinated thing all into vacations and everything. Man, whatever. Everybody else is suffering. I think we should have a vote. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you can't ever get a ventilator. That'll stop all this mess right here. No, really. So if you get it, God forbid you do. But don't come up in here taking up no hospital space now for people who really need it. Get your ass down there and get vaccinated. Say what you want to say about me. Whatever. Get your ass vaccinated because I've seen what these vaccines do to people who get vaccinated. The, mm-hmm. the, 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 the research is there and it's coming in. Yes, you can still get COVID if you get vaccinated, but it is proven that the symptoms are reduced greatly where you don't need hospitalization. Yeah. That's yeah. a fact. Now, are there people dying from COVID who don't get vaccinated? Yes. The, the likelihood of it happening the with the vaccination un- is not. Un- unvaccinated. The That's right. I, I don't know bad. what we're talking about. Yes, yeah, yeah. bad. And right bad. now I'm talking to my old ass sister. <laughs> this is personal. Why is everything always Because I have told the family I'm going to fly them down so we can, you. you know, sit around and chop it up. And now we can't go yet because one of the old, my other sister ain't got the vaccine yet. Oh. Your right. ass get a vaccine. Mm. Okay. Too damn old to be ignorant. Okay. Are you done? Because we're moving on now. now. An- Anonymous in Tennessee, CLO says, my wife it's had a not son. not your mama, Tommy, that we talked I know about. it ain't mama. It's crazy. <laughs> so we talked about somebody. All right. I- I'm going to let you. All right. Marinate a little bit while I do this one. Anonymous in Tennessee says, my wife had a son in December. That's a strange line. And we hired an older woman to come in and watch the baby while my wife is in her home office working. This woman is slim, thick, with a tiny little waist and pretty feet. She 
is sexy and she knows it. I fought her off at first, but she wore a dress with no underwear and we ended up doing a quickie in the kitchen while my wife was working. She has asked for more than a quickie and she wants me to come over to her house. Should I go see what's up with Granny? Go what? see what's up People with Granny. People are insane. <laughs> well, well, wait. Go see what's up with Granny. Uh-huh. Huh? Come on, CLO. I, I don't know what you mean by Granny. Do you mean what's the up older with Nanny? Well, the, she's an older woman. The babysitter who's watching the baby is an older woman, the so nanny. he's calling her Granny. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, no. Did you miss that part? Yeah. We hired an older woman to come in and watch the baby while my wife is in her home office. The woman is slim, thick, with a tiny little waist and pretty feet. She's sexy. She knows it. Okay. Well, dog, um, I don't recommend going over to her house because this is going to eventually cost you your family. And yeah. I don't even know if it's your family anyway because you say your wife had a son. I know. That is the I don't know. Line. Is it not your baby? Yes. What y'all doing? I don't really know. But uh, <laughs> sexy granny, don't go over her house, dog. Please don't. Don't go over there because you're going to get <laughs> taped. <laughs> this ain't going to work out. She already got you messed up. Yes. All right. Well, uh, that's all we have time for today, CLO. Thank you very much. Coming up next, the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anne is standing by with today's national news. And in trending entertainment news, Robin Thicke now is being accused of groping a Blurred Lines music video model. Plus, in other entertainment news, Carla is here with today's music news. The BET Hip Hop Awards are tonight. All right, the BET Hip Hop Awards are tonight. We'll talk about these stories, of course, at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew, you heard him. The nephew is here with today's Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? I got K-Dog for y'all. K-Dog. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's go, K-Dog. Hello? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to reach reach Terrence. Yeah, this is Terrence. Who's this? This K dog. Hey, is is uh is uh Brandon is Brandon your brother? Brandon, yeah, that's my brother. He locked up. Why? Wow, what's up? Okay, yeah, cool. Hey, look, I I just got out. I was actually uh I was locked up with your brother. We we was on the same tier together. I I was uh you know that was kind of like my my boy right there. I took care of him. Uh, he told me that he was uh he had been writing you. To tell you, uh, you was, you know, letting you know I had been taking care of it, you know, uh, while we was locked down or whatever. I know he don't get out for another couple of years, but like he told me that when he was writing you that you know y'all had already got it situated that you know you was gonna take care of me when I got out. So you know, I like I said, I just got out last night, and uh, I wanted to come by. And pick up the first ten grand, you know, sometime this wait, week. Wait, 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 wait. How much did you just say? Ten grand. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, he told me he had already wrote you and told you what was up. No, bro, I I ain't talked to my brother in over a year, dude. So uh, okay, ain't no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, right here, though. Okay, he told now, now you know, he just told me that you you got me straight. Okay, but, okay, so what you, hold up, hold, 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 hold the up, man. So what you saying, 
Brandon was lying to me the whole time. What I'm telling you is this locked up, eighty man to say anything to uh, say this. Ain't no ten grand over here. Ain't no twenty grand over here. You want to get it, Brandon? Okay. You need to wait two years till he get out and deal with that. You get the ten no, grand. No, 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 no. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't finna, it ain't finna fall like that. Look, look here. Here was supposed to go down. Okay. Now I'm coming over there, Friday. So you like ain't I coming over here. Ten grand. The first ten grand is owed on Friday. Now what I got? The first, first of all, what you need to know is this right here. I don't care nothing about going back. My thing is just right here. This paper's supposed to be ready. I done took care of your brother all these years while I was up in there uh, keeping people up off of him on the third tier. And now you finna come tell me? You finna come tell me now? That I done put in his work that now y'all ain't finna pay up? It ain't finna happen like that. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. I done put in work to, to provide for my family, me and my wife working. You telling me that you finna come over here Friday to get 10 grand that I ain't even got for a that's locked up? Hey man, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not finna. Uh, first of all, all this back and forth and like this here, I, this ain't nothing that I do. You understand? Know I don't do this. I don't go back and forth. I'm letting you know what it is. It's ten grand being on Friday. Now, if you need to try to reach out to your brother that's uh, uh, locked in, you need to talk to him. But like this here, I'm coming looking for Terrence, You know, looking for my ten grand. That, 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 that that's all that is. Ten grand. I put some thems up your. You come over here to my house, to my family. Tell about you finna get ten grand for my no good brother that's locked yeah, up. Hold, 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 hold on, cause hold on, cause see you gonna you gonna mess around, take this hill. Wait, well, first of all, what what did you just say gonna happen when I get over there? What you say? You you bring your to my house with my family here. I'm gonna put some thems up your. Talk about ten thousand dollars. And then another ten in a couple of months. You lost your damn mind. I ain't got no damn ten grand. I work my off, and you gonna tell me. That you want ten grand, another ten grand in a few months of taking care of my brother while he locked up. Nobody tell you take care of him. That's a grown man. Let him take care of himself. Me and my family done built this out of so much. I'm done. Hey, 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 dog. Look here. I, I, I understand all of that just you saying, but you, but you got to look at on my end. For the last three and a half years, I've been over here taking care of, and he telling me y'all gonna take care of me. So look here. I don't know what's going on. What I do know is though, Friday. This Friday, I'm coming to get 10 grand from 10. So you got to fix this right here any way you gonna fix. So I, I and that's just it right there. Come Friday, I'm in I'm in front of your house, dog. Whoa, whoa, wait, hold on, wait, 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 hold on. Uh, K Dog, you say your like name this is K Dog, baby, from the third. This K Dog from the third till three tills on the side of my left eye. Done done three decades. You right? probably done whooped everybody in the street and in jail. You probably whooped my. But I'm gonna tell you something. You bring your over here to my house, try to me, my wife, and my kids. This ain't gonna go down like you think it ain't gonna go. I'm gonna give you everything I got, then some. You come over here, you're gonna be laying down, bro. I'm gonna be what? You're gonna be laying down. You come over here and try to me and my family and my kids. It ain't gonna happen that way. Okay, then that's, then that's, that's where we at then, baby. Then we just we just gonna set this up for Friday then. Because it don't make me know. I ain't already told no, no, you. No, no, we, we ain't gotta wait till no Friday, K Dog. We ain't gotta wait till Friday. I'll meet you somewhere. Okay. You think you gonna whoop my you're, like you think it's gonna go down? Once I give you everything I got and lay your down, I'm gonna be in there with my brother Brandon, whooping his and putting me in some. He doesn't got your in. Okay, wait, hey, hey, it, it, you know, first of all, if you ain't got the ten grand, you might well go on and bring your now anyway. Get this no wait, 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 hold on. You know what you need to do? You, you, need, to you know what you need to get your out here and get a job like everybody else. I don't care how long you been in, and everybody got a job. I'm busting. You want ten grand? Work for that ten grand and get your out here and wash cars. 
touch grass. Hey man, hey, 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 you know what? I'm t- you know what? Your your brother. One thing about him, he was right about you though. He was right about you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell you one thing else he told me about your. What what the else did he tell you about me? He told me to tell you who I really was. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Defeater got me to prank phone call you. Who the f- is this? Hey man, this is this is this is nephew Tommy, man, for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Davida got me to prank phone call you. Oh, get the f- boy. <laughs> boy, I didn't I didn't lit up a cigarette in the house. I couldn't smoke in the house. Davida, oh, I'm gonna get her. <laughs> you all right, man? man I am. <laughs> boy, you had me on. I'm like ten grand. Come on, come to my wife. Oh. Calm down, man. It's all good, man. I got to oh, ask you, boy, brother, I'm what is the baddest, you. and I mean the baddest, radio show in the lane? Man, you know what it is. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. You going to make me go see my brother now. It's the holidays. Uh, I'm going to have to go see that man in jail, man. <laughs> 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 and there you have it. That's that nephew. That's that K-Dog. Get out of jail. You play too much. Mm-hmm. Took care of your brother. I need 10K when I, hey, I mean, I, I, we've been on the third man, tier. I didn't took care of him now. <laughs> he knew it was going to be something with a name like K-Dog anyway. Well, he talked about his brother man. and everybody involved in this situation. <laughs> yes, yes, he didn't man. give a damn. But I know one thing for sure, ain't nobody getting 10000 <laughs> Period. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we have some entertainment news for you. Thank you, nephew. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So model Emily Ratajkowski revealed that while shooting the Blurred Lines music video, and yes, Steve, it was a few years ago, singer Robin Thicke groped her naked breasts. Uh, The director called cut on the video shoot and inquired if Emily was okay. Diane Martell confirmed, quote, I remember the moment that he grabbed her breasts, one in each hand. I screamed in my very aggressive Brooklyn voice, what the F are you doing? The shoot is over. Emily wrote in her autobiography, My Body, due this month, quote, out of nowhere, I felt the coolness and foreignness of a stranger's hands cupping my bare breasts from behind. Uh, the model, Emily, Emily Ratajkowski, recalled that Thick was a little drunk. I felt the heat of humiliation pump through my body. I didn't react. Not really. Not like I should have. Oh, boy. Damn. So the oh, book, okay. yeah. That, that's okay. crazy. I know this one song he wished he would never record it. I know. The First lawsuit. the lawsuit with Marvin Gaye's Marvin children Gaye, and then, yeah. Video. Now, when was Blurred Lines out? I think it was 2013, I think. 2013. Yeah, that was a long time ago. She didn't say nothing then? Eight years ago. That was eight years ago. Why she didn't say nothing? Well, she said I didn't react like she should have. That is what she said. Oh, okay. Yeah. But now, let me ask you a question. Uh, there's a book out now. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's writing my body. Mm-hmm. It's due this month. It's coming out. Oh, the book is coming out. Uh-huh. Oh, so yes. she's she's promoting the book. Uh, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, she's promoting the book, and that's something that's in the book. Yes, out of nowhere, I felt the coolness and foreignness of a stranger's hands cupping my bare breasts from behind. Yeah, so he had no right this- to do that. No, there's no right to do that, but it's, I got to ask this. Is this for sales? 
That would what yeah, the book? Oh, yeah, is she trying to promote? Is she saying this so she can promote her book and get more sales? Yeah, I mean, I, I expected to hear this eight years ago or whenever it happened. I mean, of course, naturally, that's got a lot to do with it now because, I mean, Robin Thicke is a famous figure. Uh, yeah. the, the whether he did it or not is not what I'm talking about because I, I don't know. But what I do not do is assume that people are guilty. But if they got witnesses and all of that, I would think, man, I, I, I wish that people would, were able to come out more freely when things happen to them. Right. You know, come out more freely when it happens. I, I, I don't, I, it, it becomes a bit. Um, Victims are scared to come right. out, especially it, it, when it's somebody that's famous. Well, that's why powerful. I said I wish it were, yeah. I wish people were able to be able to come out when things happen and not have to be ashamed or afraid you know, for whatever yes. reason. That's what the whole Me Too movement, movement is, yeah. about. is about, yeah. you know. Yeah. Them being so, afraid, them mm-hmm. being, you know, up against such powerful entities, you know, that they're afraid that they'll lose, they'll be the losers. The victims will be the losers. So. And be blamed for what and happened. Be, yeah, absolutely. Because yep. it's been like that for so long, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> All right, guys, moving on. Uh, in other entertainment news, Carla is here with today's music news. What you got, Carlotta? Well, quickly, tonight are the BET Hip Hop Awards hosted by our guys, 85 South, yes, DC Young yeah. Fly, Carlos Miller, <laughs> and Chico guys. Bean. We love them. We Chico. love them. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, man. the I Am Hip Hop Award, Nelly will receive that. He's a legend and other performers will be there. So we will be watching tonight and Big Daddy Kane, he's going to pay a tribute to Biz Marquee. BET Hip Hop Awards hosted by 85 South tonight. All right, right, Steve, come on. It is time now for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. (laughs) Thanks, Steve. Good morning. This is Ann Tripp with the news. President Biden says that in refusing to raise the nation's debt limit so that the government can actually pay its bills, mostly run up, he says, by the Trump administration anyway, that Republicans are showing that they care more about politics than the American people. Republicans just have to let us do our job. Just get out of the way. You don't want to help save the country. Get out of the way so you don't destroy it. Mr. Biden says that in only four years with the GOP in charge, the government ran up nearly $8 trillion in additional debt that the government now has to pay off. That's why they need the debt limit raised. Officials say that the federal government is now only two weeks away from exhausting its cash reserves. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey has announced that she intends to use $400 million in federal COVID relief money, COVID relief money, got this, and other funds not to strengthen Alabama's infrastructure, not to provide economic assistance to people in need in her state, and certainly not to relieve her state's health crisis. She says she's going to use it to build more prisons. Local people say, yeah, that's because you want to perhaps incarcerate more blacks. That's what civil uh, civil activist people say in Alabama. Meanwhile, the black community of Delaware County demanding justice in the case of a child. An eight-year-old little black girl shot dead August 27th by a stray bullet outside of a high school football game, a bullet which investigators are nearly certain came from a cop's gun. Young Fantability was killed as cops from the county of Sharon Hill returned fire after a group of young men got into an argument a block away from the football stadium. State Senator Anthony Williams of the Black Legislative Caucus says the group wants to see legal action and several firings. Today, we have not heard one word from the police chief, 
or the police department involved in the shooting. Not one word. The grand jury is needed not only to bring charges, but also to vet those that have chosen not to cooperate with this investigation. The three officers who fired their guns that day, by the way, are on administrative leave. Their names have not been released or anything, while a review of Sharon Hill's police policies as they relate to the use of deadly force, they say, is underway. Finally. Space, a final frontier. Looks like Captain James T. Kirk going into space for real. That's right, actor William Shatner, who's 90, is scheduled to take to space to, uh, uh, what is it, next week uh, with uh, Je- on the crew of Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin, New Shepard thing. So he's going to do that for real. Stay tuned. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, here's the, here's the question. What about the current world? What about the current world would be most surprising to your younger self? All right, Steve? So do you think the most surprising thing about the current world your younger self would be upset and shocked about is how people can actually make a living as influencers? You know, influencers taking pictures of themselves, posting them on the Internet, on social media. Oh, would I be shocked at that? Just uh that? Oh, hell yeah, because all I knew was hard work. I just I just saw my daddy hard work. I ain't never Uh knew no if when influence who? (laughs) <laughs> there were no cell phones. Who? You, how you gonna influence them? It, uh-huh. And ain't but three TV stations. Right. So now, NBC, CBS. What are you fitting to do? I would be stunned. I'm I'm stunned anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm to be honest with you, as my current self, I'm still amazed at the fact, and I'm really opening my eyes to the fact that these young people have another way of earning a living. Mm-hmm. And it's right. not the route we took, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. been it's been a struggle for me admitting to that. Mm-hmm. So okay, so that's that's a, another part two part two of this question. What would your younger self find shocking? What else would you find shocking? Cell phones, huh? cell phones, cell phones, cell phones, cell phones. Mm-hmm. I, it was unthinkable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah. one of the greatest inventions, partner. It's right up there. Uh, the cell phone, unthinkable. Cell phone. Yeah. That and a computer that you can type in information and it talk talk back to you? Mm-hmm. Siri. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in your phone? Yeah. Siri. <laughs> Alexa. All dog, dog, yeah. we had to call 411. Right. Yeah. <laughs> dog, we actually had to call 411. Speak to a live operator. And she didn't know half the time. <laughs> right. Oh, you had to have mm-hmm. all the information. She would say, I don't see that. I need more information. Uh-huh. Oh, dog. No. Really? <laughs> hold up, detailed. hold up. <clears throat> a phone book. Hello. Yeah. Oh, you needed wow. to know Talk the street, too. something obsolete. Bruh, because yeah. if you was looking for John Smith and open up a phone book, dog, give me a picture. Pages dog, and dog. Pages. It's 800 yeah. of them. Oh, 800 dog. of them. <laughs> Which John Smith is it? You, dog, you know how many times I done that went down finger. that line just trying to call and hope that little girl answer the phone? What little girl? Uh huh. John Smith, her daddy name. I got to go down to East Smith. I don't have her <laughs> phone number. I got to call this here. Oh, you know, a girl you there. liked when you were oh, younger. I've been cussed out, hung up on. <laughs> I wish you would bring your little black ass by here. Come on by here. She don't live here, but come by here. That's oh, when the prank calls begin. Oh, what about landlines oh, with that real long extension cord? Oh, you could go all outside oh, and talk. 
My daddy bought a 50-footer. He could talk on the porch. We thought that mm-hmm. was the coolest thing in the world. Daddy on the right. porch talking. But right. if you tried to take that phone out on the porch and talk, what, what the hell are you going with that phone? You ain't <laughs> bought no cord in here. <laughs> All right. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What is going on? Last month in Bend, Oregon, a 22-year-old black man named Barry Washington complimented a 27-year-old white man named Ian Cranston's girlfriend at a nightclub. She said, no, thank you. I'm flattered, but I'm in a relationship. Well, Cranston didn't like that, and a fight broke out between the two. Prosecutors said that after the fighting stopped, there was only shouting, at which time Cranston pulled a gun from his waistband and shot Washington. There was no justification for his use of the weapon. Cranston was arrested, but released on a $100,000 bond. This outraged the community, and he was rearrested, and the prosecutor released a statement saying, our country has a disgraceful history of denigrating, prosecuting, and lynching black men for talking to white women. Over the last week, hundreds of people called and emailed me to remind me of this history. This is a horrible story mm. right here. This is bad. That's mm-hmm. crazy. This is really bad. Absolutely. You don't like the compliment. So let me just So what's you. being done to this guy that's, that pulled the trigger? The charges. They, uh, they've arrested him and mm-hmm. charged him with five. Yeah. I would count. See, he got to go. He's been indicted. <clears throat> Second-degree murder go. charges. You know, because you just, you shooting a man because yeah. he complimented your girlfriend. And the girl said, nah, it, it ain't like he physically did anything to the girl, no. tried to force himself no. on the girl. None of that. An argument ensued. Now you pull a gun out and you shoot the black dude. Man, get out of here. You right. must, yeah. Dog, so, this, so, this, this ain't what we doing no more. Mm-mm. This is so it, go, it goes back to people being able to just carry these guns so freely. You can just yeah, open carry. I'm telling you, man, everybody, Gun, this open carry law, this mm-hmm. right to bear arms mm-hmm. in this country is the most, one of the most ignorant laws we have because it's causing so much. It's a disaster in Atlanta right now, this carry law. Because here's, look, man, here's the deal. If you carry a gun, a lot of people end up using it simply because they have access to it. Yeah, that's true. And I just think, man, that when you carry a gun, it you're using it as a way out to solve a problem. Ain't no more walking away, ain't no more talking, ain't no more reasoning and logic. I have the ultimate decision maker on me, mm-hmm. and it's called a gun, and I'll use it. Uh, that that's creates a lot of crime in our and then the freedom to buy guns allows criminals access to guns no, yeah, which no makes us either. who are law-abiding people mm-hmm. unsafe at malls yeah not I being mean, able to go to Phipps and Lennox is a is is a, is, is, is ridiculous you know, yeah. what has happened in the city of Atlanta it's, it's hard enough Steve with law enforcement people who legally have the right to carry guns you know yeah, misconduct. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's yes. you know when they when they react badly or wrongly or you know misjudge the situation or whatever they're racist, whatever the situation, and you got regular like you say law abiding right. citizens carrying guns. Mm-hmm. It, this is a horrible, yeah. horrible I mean, situation. Now look, we're in. now the law abiding c- citizen tries to counter, 
trial. The, the 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 capabilities of criminals mm-hmm. by let me let me carry me a gun to protect me and my family. Do I understand that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I understand that. But yeah. now everybody got a gun. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Now yeah. we live in America, the shoot 'em up society. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's no not one. like that in a lot of other countries. And if you look at the death and murder rates in other countries, America is far and away the right. most vicious and criminalized country on earth, damn near. Damn damn near, dog. I mean, this like here, this, this over here is crazy, man. And, it, and it's unfair. And, and, and I don't think it's reversible. And the reason I don't think it's reversible is because the NRA controls the right wing party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'll That's fight true. to the death for those Second Amendment rights. But to answer your question, Tommy, the grand jury has indicted Cranston. He has been charged with second degree murder, first degree manslaughter, second degree manslaughter, first degree assault, and two counts of unlawful use of a weapon. Good. Five counts. Good. All right. Yeah. All right. And we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. The nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is my children are inconvenient. Okay. That is the subject. I'm with with all this. Everybody on the show who has kids wrote this. Okay. (laughs) And who are listening. (laughs) We are tuning in. All right. (laughs) We'll get into it in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here. You hear him with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nath? Bottom of the pyramid. Bottom Mm. of the pyramid. Mm. Mm, I think Carla knows a little something about this right here. Shout out to all the cheer moms. We bought that life. (laughs) Yes. All right, here we go. Come on, cat dog. Bottom of the pyramid. Hello? 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 Yeah, can you hear me? I'm trying to reach uh, Angela. Angela. Hang on just a second. Let me turn it down. Okay, hi. Who are you trying to reach? I'm trying to reach Angela. Is this Angela? Oh, yeah, this is she. Hi, Angela. This is Chip. Chip. I'm the uh, new camp director for the cheerleading camp for the summer. Oh, hi, Chip. What can I do for you? Just wanted to give you a courtesy call. Your daughter, you got her signed up for four weeks uh, with the camp, uh, right? Yep, for June. Okay. Yep. This is you guys' third year being a part of the camp? Yep, and she's really excited. She loves coming to the camp, and we think it's a great thing for her to be involved in. What's up? Okay, you guys just finished the whole cheerleading season, too. Am I right? The competition season? Yes, just coming oh. off of that. Right, right. Okay. Well, we're getting ready for the summer, and everybody's excited about coming out and being a part of what's going on. So here's what I wanted to give you a a little bit. Like I said, I'm the new camp director. I was uh, just starting uh, this job. I got a few notes that um, that were given to me about um, about. So I wanted to give you a call and see if I could talk to you about it. A few notes given to you about. Yeah, just a couple notes. I don't think it's anything that we can't make sure is okay. What kind of notes? Well, it's been brought to my attention that some of the parents whose daughters are out there as well, they're going to be there this summer, are a little concerned mm-hmm. about her being uh, on top of the pyramid, that she's, uh, is, is, is a little heavy, should she? Uh, what? Wait, what wait, 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 ho, ho, ho. You calling me about some, some other parents and saying about how big my child is or how much my child 
ways. Is that what well, you're calling well, me about? What, what I wanted to let you know is, is we're going to put as a, a base. Oh, no, no, you ain't going to put no base. I done already paid my money. And what you say your name is? Chip? And um, how long have you been the director? Because I was just up there two weeks ago, and they told me that she was going to be in the same position that she was last year because that is what worked. That's the formation that works. So I don't even know what well, you're talking well, about. Well, supposedly the, some of the girls are complaining that she's too heavy to hold up. So that, that seems to be the problem in there. They're not getting a strong enough pyramid. And I'm going to Now, take wait a minute. Uh, wait a, wait a, a minute. I know well she ain't the biggest one out there. Have you been out there? My child is not the biggest child out there. When did I you start? I, because obviously you like have I, not seen these children. Uh, it is some baby sumos out there. Okay, hang on a second. Angela, I want you to calm down a bit. No, no, ain't nobody going to calm down because I didn't already pay my money. And this is that I be talking about. What parents? What parents and said something? Is it, uh, is it Carrie? Ma'am, I'm not, I'm not going to state who it is, but let's just say it was several. Who are these parents that's got something to say about my child and her position on the cheerleading squad? Because if you ain't finna fuck up no name, then I don't understand what you're calling me about. I'll tell you one thing. When she get out there, I done paid my money. She better not be on no base. She better be in the air. I guarantee you that right now. I've been hanging okay. with these well, all season, and Angela, ain't nobody Angela. said nothing to me about and her Angela. weight and all this. Okay, Angela, can you hear me? I just wanted you to hear me clearly. What I haven't it? seen these young ladies yet. Once I see them, I will critique what no, I think. Well, you don't even need to be calling me because you ain't even seen nothing. So you calling me with some he said she's from some other parents that's been skinning and grinning in my face and they now one of these said nothing to me. They done been in my house. We didn't have parties over here for this competition every weekend every other day and they couldn't say nothing to me about my baby i tell you what why don't you call your girls on the three-way mr chip if you can't call them on the three now my i got them numbers i call them on the three-way okay 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 ma'am miss here all i wanted to do is make you aware of the possibility that she may be a well thank you you have made me aware and i guarantee you that if i bring my big yellow up there and come to the practice i guarantee you she won't be no Base, how much you want to bet on that, Mr. Chip? Look, you're going to quit hollering at me. Now, I told you I would try to take a look at these girls, but I tell you what, your daughter's going to be a base or she's going to be a back support, whichever I decide she's going to do. Who in the f*** do you think you hollering at, Mr. Chip? You are, that's you not how this is going to go down. No, you that's raise... not how this is going to go down. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Mr. Chip, are you at the registration table today? I'm, I'm, I'm here now while people are registering. Yes, I am. Let me turn this Around, I tell you what, I'm on my way up there. Why don't you and them parents that's been complaining, why don't all y'all come to the table and we gonna have to come to Jesus meeting about where it's gonna be for this coming up season? Because I'm not gonna tolerate this. I done told you, I done paid my money, and this high's going down. Has gained weight. What, what is it to you whether the gained weight or not? What does that have to do with her cheerleading? Do you agree that probably bigger than most of the girls on the team? Not bigger than most of the girls on the team. Uh, Monique's daughter is bigger than and she wasn't no base last year. They hyped up, up so she gonna get up too. We all just gonna be big and plump up in the air. I done turned around and I'm headed to your little treasure table. Okay, so you better be ready. You better be ready. Before you get here, there's something else I need to tell you. You ain't gotta tell me a thing. All you gotta do is have you and the parents around that table when I get there because I'm on my way up there right now. Then y'all can say all y'all got to say in my okay, face. Okay, well, I want to, before you get before you get here, I just want to let you know oh, that this man, is, what? This is nephew Tommy from the oh, Steve Who this is on this phone? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? 
This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Aww. <laughs> I'll be God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Who was Rache- your Ra- Rochelle. There's another parent named Rochelle. She told me y'all are good friends out there. Oh, okay. she got, oh, so she want to prank call, huh? All right, we're going to see. The season start. My hot daughter uniform. She ain't going to be able to perform. A fat will be looking for hers. How about that? Since y'all want to prank call me. Oh, man. Hey, let me ask you something, baby. What is the baddest, Ooh. and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> None other than the very Harley Martin show. <laughs> there you have it. You know, yes. some people got to be at the bottom, okay? Some people got to be at the bottom of the pyramid. Everybody okay. can't be on the top. I love her, Tommy. Everybody can't be on the top, okay? And cheer all you cheer moms right. and cheer dads out there, y'all y'all pull up a little bit. Y'all y'all go hard, boy. Y'all be Carla? on the sideline doing way too much. Carla, what up? I know. She I know. She she cried. Yelling at the coach. You just said we chill moms. We about that life. <laughs> life. Everybody can't be on top. It's got to be some people at the bottom of the pyramid. Okay? And weight got a lot to do with it. Be <laughs> You got to be on the base. Nothing. You know who you are. You can't be the flyer. <laughs> we can't throw you up and have a look on them kids' face on when you're on your way down. <laughs> you're important. 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 I'm not going to run the risk of breaking both my arms trying to catch you. I think what costs the most money is all them uh, expensive-ass ribbons. <laughs> and, and let what me tell you it? something, your ribbon better not come out your head and, and hit that flow. You lose points for that? Yes. Fix the bow. What? You better you better have a slip not super knot. Get your bow. Get your sparkle bow. I thought, I thought listen, y'all were judging me on listen, my cheering. Listen, no. Listen, we're having cheerleader cuts this morning. The following people will not make the cut, and we will tell you why. Sharisa, your inability to smile. You are out. Cherry, your Man. inability to uh, wear the hairstyles we require. We, we said ponytails. Yeah. And right, then, uh, Clarissa, you don't know how to keep your bow in your head. <laughs> Coming up, Strawberry Letter, My Children Are Inconvenient is a subject. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. Mm-hmm. Could be, could be. Yeah. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. My children are inconvenient is the subject. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 51 years old. I'm a married woman, and I've been with my husband for seven years. We met at a rap concert while picking up our daughters, who were both 16 at the time. He and I started talking about how we shouldn't have let our daughters go unchaperoned. My daughter and her friends came out first, and he got my number before I walked away. We instantly clicked, and he proposed a year after a year after a year of dating. Our daughters didn't know each other, so they demanded separate bedrooms as we struggled to blend our families after marriage. 
Right now, we live with two 23-year-old women, and he has a son that is 19, and he comes and goes as he pleases. When he breaks up with his girl, he's back on our couch for a few weeks. All of our bedrooms, all of our closets, and two storage rooms have been taken over by grown children. My husband and I are a decent couple, and my man works hard, and so do I. We brought our children up in the church, and we made sure they went to college. All three of them dropped out. Our girls smoke weed, and I'm sure our son does too, but he's just better at hiding it. The girls smoke in our backyard, and the neighbors used to complain, but now they just accept it like we do. I talked to my husband about us selling our house and downsizing to a condo so these freeloaders won't have any space, but he's got a soft spot for these grown, lazy women. I want to redo our kitchen and den, but I refuse to make our home nicer until the freeloaders leave. I don't feel bad for them because they're a major inconvenience at this point. They have no way to take care of themselves if we put them out. What can we do to get these grown-ups out of here? Wow, this is a really sad letter. Uh, Smoking weed in the backyard, not working. Uh, This has got to stop right now, okay? And downsizing to a nice condo sounds really nice. And I got to ask, where's their mother? Uh, she, she probably doesn't let them take advantage of her space like you guys. You and your husband have to present some sort of united front. I know you said your husband has a soft spot, but you all got to get this together so you can talk to these entitled, spoiled kids. You got to let them know things are about to change. The free ride's over. You got to set a deadline for them to get it together and get out They need jobs, they need apartments, so they can get out as soon as possible. They should start looking now. You as parents are enabling them. That's what you're doing. You have no, these kids have no incentive to get out. They, They have free meals, free room and board. They can smoke weed whenever they want to. You guys don't say anything. I mean, what's their incentive to leave? I mean, the son does have a place to live, so... You, you you definitely shouldn't be letting him come and go as he pleases. Um, I, I know you love your kids. We all love our kids. But there does come a time when we have to let go so they can spread their wings and get started on their own path, on their own journey. They'll figure it out. They will figure it out, as we all did. And uh, they'll thank you later. All right? But you got to tell them to get out now. Set that deadline and stick to it, you and your husband, together as a, as a couple. Steve? Uh, all of us on this show that have adult children know what this letter is about. Mm-hmm. And we're sick of this type of letter. <laughs> yes. We feel for yes. you. We understand you. We empathize with you. But at the same time, I've had to do some things. Now, let me tell you something. It ain't all these, because I'm all through this letter. I had blended family, all this here. So, you know, here we go. Uh, y'all met at a rap concert. Both of y'all 16-year-old daughters was at the concert. Y'all met waiting on them to come outside. Your daughters came out first with her friends. You all clicked. Uh, he asked for your number before you walked away. A year later, you all were married. Your daughters, who were both 16, didn't really know each other, so they demanded separate bedrooms as we struggled to blend our families after marriage. Blending the family's not easy. Especially the older they get, the more opinionated they are, and they have personalities, and they not necessarily would have been friends. They just became family. The thing with family is you don't get to pick your family. You do get to pick your friends. 
So when you throw them into this situation, it is going to be some difficulty. Right now, after seven years, you live with two 23-year-old women, and he has a son that's 19, come and go as he pleases. He break up with his girlfriend, he's back on our couch for a few weeks. All of our bedrooms, all of our closets, two storage rooms have been taken up by grown children. My husband and I have a a decent couple, and my man works hard, and so do I. It's just so much going wrong in this letter. First of all, they've been at y'all's house way too long. Now, I'm offering you a solution when we come back, but let me say this first. We brought our children up in the church. Okay, so much for that. Hmm. So much for that. I don't even know why you put that in there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that was supposed to change something because you <laughs> brought them up in the church. You can bring them up in the church or you can bring them up in the club. When they, when they ain't doing what they're supposed to do, they ain't doing what they're supposed to do. And we made sure they went to college. All three of them dropped out. Okay. So now, you're making adult decisions on your own. Then it is time for adult consequences. When I come back, to me, this whole letter is about consequences. And you have to allow, and I've learned this as a parent, you have to allow for the consequences to occur. It's the only way they're going to learn. And it's not consequences that you inflict. It's consequences that happen from their decisions. We'll go over this when I come back. Hang on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, my children are inconvenient. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. My children are inconvenient. Well, 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 ain't they all? (laughs) Sometimes your children get on your last damn nerve. Oh, they don't think they do, but they do. And guess what the good news is? They children gonna get on their damn nerves, too. Nah, 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 nah. (laughs) So that's how I'll be. I'll be looking at my son with kids now, and he be talking to me. I I don't even be listening half the time. Why? I don't be listening. Whatever. Whatever. You was that same damn problem. I tried to tell you. To me. (laughs) So now, we got these couple that got married. They have two daughters at 16. They blended a family. They're having difficulties. The daughters demanded each separate bedrooms. Uh, They struggle with their marriage. They got a 19-year-old boy that comes and goes when he pleases. If he break up with his girlfriend, he back on their couch for a few weeks. All the bedrooms and closets and storage is taken up by grown children. And you all are a decent couple, you and your husband. Y'all raise your kids in church, which, whatever. Anyway, uh, we made sure they went to college. Now, all three of the kids have decided to drop out of college. This is where your consequences have to begin. The one thing I've taught my children is this. The older you get, the more dire the consequences. So you can make the mistakes as a child and then your, your parents will help you. But the older you get, my man, the more dire the consequences. And I'm not going to stop the consequences from happening to you. So once they decided to drop out of college, then guess what they needed to develop then? Was a plan of action since you don't want to go to college. But they ain't had one. And you all didn't allow them to have one because you all let them come back to the home. Now, all three of them dropped out, and now they smoking weed, 
and you sure your son does too. He just better at hiding it. The girls smoke weed in y'all's backyard, and the neighbors used to complain, but now they just accept it like we do. Really? Seem to me like you need some rules at your house. See, you can stay here, but these are the rules at our house. You can't smoke weed in the backyard. It's no longer acceptable. And if you smoke weed in the backyard, we're going to put you out. But they ain't got no consequences, so they do what they want to do. Now, you say you've talked to your husband about uh, selling your house and downsizing to so you can get rid of these freeloaders because they won't have any space. But he got a soft spot for these grown lazy women. I'm assuming that you don't. That's why you wrote the letter. <laughs> you want to redo your kitchen and den, but you don't want to make the place nicer until the freeloaders leave. I don't feel bad for them because they have a major inconvenience at this point. They have no way to take care of themselves. This is where you and I have a problem. They have no way to take care of themselves. Well, that's not true. They do have a way once they have to find a way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to repeat that. They do have a way once they have to find a way. But as Shirley said, you've enabled them. So now they ain't got to find a way. We're in the backyard smoking weed. We got a roof over our head. We got something to eat. And we can get around. So what do we need to do anything for? If we put them out, what can they they, do? Excuse me, I'm sorry. We have no way to take, they have no way to take care of themselves if we put them out. What can we do to get these grown-ups out of here? First of all, you need to set a deadline. Mm -hmm. That's for starters. You all have six months to find a job. Whoever doesn't have a job will be staying with the one that does have a job. But everybody got six months to find a job. Secondly, you and your husband stop cooking at home and y'all go out to dinner. I don't care if it's to go up to Popeye's. I don't give a damn if it's to go get salad at Wendy's bar, salad bar. I don't give a damn if it's to go to Jim and Nick's. I don't care what it is. Y'all need to stop cooking. Starve their ass out. See, stop making conveniences. Yeah. So stop cooking, go out to dinner, set a deadline. And then they have to realize consequences. You have to allow life to hand them what they putting in. See, you get out of life what you put in. So if you don't allow your kids to suffer consequences, daddy, can I borrow some money? What you need? And then they tell me. I'm under no obligation to give you the money. It depends on what's happening in your life. And I'm telling you right now, for the most part, I force them to figure it out. I force them to figure it out. And you know what they go do? They go and figure it out. Yes. Because you know what we all did? We all struggle to give our kids a better life than the one we had. And in that process, you all, we created a safety net for them that we didn't have. Mm-hmm. And so now, guess what they do? They keep diving and laying in the damn net. Yep. And that's all they do. Because they think they smart, and they take advantage of the safety net. Mm-hmm. You have to remove the net. Mm. True. I'm sorry. It's the I only agree. way to make it happen. Yep. And let them figure it out.
that's the only way to do it. Deadline, you got to get your ass out. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with you-know-who, Junior, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, Shirley, uh, first off, uh, if, if, I'm going to get to my team in a minute, but just congratulations to Tom Brady for setting the passing record. He now holds the NFL passing record with 80,560. Well, congratulate the Browns. Well, congratulations to the Browns. Congratulations the Browns. Yeah, with that. Do it again, you know. <laughs> we'll do it yeah, again. You know, because you out there in Texas and ain't got nothing to be grateful for. <laughs> no, it's people not on this okay. show to have things to be grateful so, for. Go ahead, Junior. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, no, because um, you know, we together. lost Sunday 40 to nothing. Oh, 40 to nothing to the Buffalo Bills, the Houston, a, Texas. Not, in, 40. Not a now point. Not nothing. Nothing. We had nothing to show for it. So it says now statistically teams that are 1 and 3, 0 oh and 4. The home game attendance drops 18%. So since we in that 18%, I got some ideas to help the team out and get the attendance up. Just just a few suggestions I think we should really implement. Please know uh, I'm here now. Go ahead. Uh, for $100, just, just uh. for the take, for $100, you can run out the tunnel with the team. <laughs> and the then Texas. run to your seat. Because we need to see who out here can run. We need other players. <laughs> the ones we got. Can't do a damn thing on the field. Just scouting talent at the at the stadium for for fifty dollars. Why would I give you a hundred dollars to run out with y'all's losing ass? Go ahead. Because we trying to find better players. Uh, we ain't really got none. Go ahead. So for fifty, we ain't got players or coaches. For fifty dollars, we'll let you draw up your own play. We'll send it down and we'll run it. Because the ones we running ain't doing a damn thing for the whole team. Because we just go a point. We we just need players I'm and coaches. You. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah. Tommy. For $200, we'll put pads and a helmet on you and let you play whatever position you want. If you feel like you're a better quarterback, hell, he ain't start with 11 games in college. If you got any little league, any two-hand touch, any high school football, we don't give a damn what it is you done done. If you can play better quarterback than he, we'll take it. It's an open you try. You think I'm going to give you $200 to put on some pads and stand behind that ragged-ass offensive line? Uh-uh. Um, did you see we lost 40 to nothing? We need all the help we can get since they don't want to initiate no help. We'll, I initiate it for them. If you, you play quiet. flag we football, two-hand touch, we don't give a damn what it is. What's your football experience you can do better than what we did because we put up a goose egg, 40 to nothing. But you know what? And then for another $250, $250, hell, we'll let you start because the starters <laughs> we got ain't worth the damn. 250 too high. He says too high. 250 start and lose and get signed. <laughs> Junior, I like it. Can you we get rid of my Can you get rid of my season pass? I got two season pass. Can you get no, what, anybody buying you? that ragged ass chair you got? For two, right, for two Thank season you. passes, Tommy. We'll let you do the pep talk in the locker room. Hell, the one the coach gives. Great suggestions, right. Junior. I love it. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about the man code right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, you recall you mentioned that you saw the public apology of B2K's Lil Fizz when he apologized to Amarion for dating Amarion's ex uh, and the mother of his two children, April Jones. 
Well, during a recent B2K concert in Los Angeles, Fizz said he was wrong and basically said I did some effed up sugar honey iced tea stuff to my brother. I'm not proud of it, man. So I want to say humbly, I humbly and sincerely apologize to you for any turmoil and dysfunction I caused between you and your family. So here's the question. Yeah, that's you, the one Steve, I saw. That's the one I saw. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah. It was, I'm sure it was a moment, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's a question for you, Junior and Tommy, Steve. Talk about this man code. Uh, Fizz broke it, but can you really, really be cool again if once you break that man code? Can you be cool who, who, with your with your teammate, who, your, your bandmate, your brother who again? Who you ask? Who you ask? I, I said who? your name. Well, not, <laughs> no, not the grudge. Well, 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 we can just hold on for him because we already know what it is. The grudge, yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know that it'll ever be the same uh-huh. because it's two people that's got to be forgiven. Fizz is going to forgive me for doing what he did to my girl. And then I'm going to need forgiveness for what I did to Fizz for doing it to my girl. Uh, Fizz did it to Omarion. Yeah. Omarion. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, Omarion forgiving uh-huh. Fizz. Right. Uh-huh. Well, but see, I didn't, Fizz going to have to have forgiven me. For beating his ass as bad as I did. <laughs> oh, that's what oh, I'm oh, we missed that part. Oh, my bad. That part. <laughs> now, once we, I got it. then now I don't know how Tommy feel, but that's that's uh-uh, gonna be a lot of forgiveness. That'll probably we'd probably still be on stage forgiving each other. Okay. okay. All right. What you okay. think, Junior? No, they ain't. They ain't gonna never be the same. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but now you know. That, that you can't fix that because now what about my girl I got now I can't trust you around her because your ass is a girl snatcher so anywhere in the world I'm going to sit up here and just be cool with you anytime you walk in the room here, Fizz in here get your stuff baby we're going to go come on Fizz <laughs> put the plate down and let's go Fizz is here <laughs> ain't nowhere in the world alright no. well let, let, thank you Junior let's move on to the man who uh, holds a grudge until he dies uh, nephew, what about this man code? What you got? Get your beeps, Dave. I'm through f***ing with you. <laughs> when we get to heaven or hell, I don't f*** with you. That's it. It is what it is. I'm sorry. You done done me, we done. That's your age. Okay. So that's a no. What about forgiveness? No. Yeah, I think so. Men don't have that type of forgiveness toward you, us. No. You guys that type. can't forgive each other? That's no. hard. Well, they've forgiven each other because, and the reason being is, you know, together. they performing together. They got a way to make this money. Uh-huh. And I can assure you something probably happened with that dude. Does Marion still date this girl? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. See, no, that's, that's the he only He has two way. children from her. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it sounds like she was she on some revenge stuff to hurt him, mm-hmm. Amarian, and then got with Fizz, and he was wrong, and she was wrong. So. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. Ugly. It was a no. bad situation. But no, it ain't no, it ain't, he no. publicly it ain't apologized. I think no. that was big. That was mm-hmm. real big. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. I would, like I said, I'd have had to apologize too, though. Mm-hmm. Since we apologized the apology yeah, yeah. tour, <laughs> I, you know, I think that's big because I think a lot of B2K fans probably thought that they would never see them perform again. Mm-hmm. Well, if it was me, Fizz wouldn't be in the group still. After the <laughs> your ass off the stage. Well, you Fizz, and Tommy. Fizz will be in the group, but he'll be a cutout. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. he'll be he'll be fizzing. It'll be something fizzing out of him. That's but you sure. know what? In all honesty, I like the apology that he made. And I'm all glad right. they was able to squash it because yeah. it, it ain't just fizz too. Your girl trifling too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And All right. so sometimes you need to get the news to, in a different way. One more time as we go out, Tommy, just to be clear on how you feel. No, I we're don't good. F- with you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and everybody know it, dog. That's it. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending COVID news, Chief White House Medical Advisor Anthony Fauci said yesterday on the CBS Face the Nation show that it is just too soon to tell if Americans would need to limit holiday gatherings this year due to, of course, the pandemic. Dr. Fauci instead says we should focus like a laser on continuing to get those cases down by getting people vaccinated and getting booster shots into the arms of those that qualify. Last year, at the start of October 2020, the seven-day moving average of cases was around 43,000, according to the CDC. The current seven-day moving average is around a 103,000. Wow. That's a huge difference. Wow. Yeah, it's almost double, or more than double. More than double, yeah. Yeah, more than double. People are not listening. They're not doing this Christmas like they did last Christmas. They're going to gather is what you're saying. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're going to They're at football games right now. When you watch college football, you're watching a super soaker super spreader (laughs) event. But the pros too, though, right, Steve? The pros are at the pros. Professional games too. Yeah. Everything is back. No, Shirley, I said it exactly right. (laughs) A super soaker super spreader event. Yeah. Man. My grandmother yeah. got it. You got to have your vaccine card to get in her house. You for Thanksgiving. No yeah, for yeah, Thanksgiving. You got to present that first. <laughs> All right. We'll have more <laughs> of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building This one is from Lakita in Denver. Lakita writes, I'm using my boss's car temporarily while mine is getting worked on. He helps me out by putting gas in the car or getting it washed occasionally. The other day, he took the car and got it washed and filled it up. I noticed that my weed was gone, so I asked him if the car man threw it out. He said he found the weed and smoked it. He said it's his car and anything in the car is his property. I am so hot. Should I make him replace my weed? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> weed is legal. Okay. Now yeah. let me. Okay. Okay. Let me ask something. Because did I get it confused? What? Is this her car? Or her boss's? Car? No, her boss's car. She's using it temporarily. She's using her boss's yeah. car. Hers is getting worked on. Has she left out the part that her boss is trying or sleeping with her? That's not in there. Okay. At well, all. it should be. <laughs> what boss? Letting you use their car uh-huh. and go wash it in and clean it up and, and putting gas in it. Putting gas in it. Mm-hmm. But you cool enough with your boss where you can buy some weed and leave it in the ashtray. He can smoke it. Y'all got that type of relationship. Uh-huh. This ain't about boss and employee. This about something else. So I'm not even gonna answer the damn question. Cause I don't give a damn about your weed. But they <laughs> in Denver, cool. in Colorado. It's, I, it's, it's legal, legal there. I, 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 I guess it is. 
But <laughs> I, it's not my concern who has the weed. I'm more concerned about how you got your boss's car driving it and he putting gas in it and washing it. Who's sleeping with who? I'm that's the that's really what this about. <laughs> now, y'all having a lover spat over some damn weed. That ain't even what this about to me. He said Let's, it's his car and anything in his car is his property. And mm. so is she when she in it. <laughs> Get it? Mm. Yeah. Next All right. Question, Shirley. <laughs> moving on. Cassandra in the Midwest says my husband and I we're planning to go to Antigua over the Christmas holidays, and the travel agent told us both that we have to be vaccinated to travel. My husband has paid for the trip and still won't get vaccinated, so now he's backing out of the trip. A portion of it is non-refundable, so I suggested that I invite my sister to go with me instead. He said that's fine, but he'd expect my sister to pay him back for half the trip. He was going to lose the money, so why does she have to pay? Your thoughts, C-L-O. Hey, dog, listen to me. This situation is because you won't get a vaccine. You won't get vaccinated. Okay, cool. Now, because of that, only half of the money is refundable. Your sister said, your wife says, let my sister go. You say, fine, but she got to pay me for the other half. What other half? You don't have no other half, dog. It's gone because your ass won't get the vaccine. Now, you can't go. It don't make no sense to ask the girl for her money back, for your money back. Your money gone. The unvaccinated is starting to piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, our captain, Steve Harvey, at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are on this Tuesday with our last break of the day. And this is it for our show for today. We've had fun. It's been good. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. We had a good time, yeah. Good Tuesday. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Steve, what? Are you still mad? You don't really need to say nothing else today. Yes, I got (laughs) it. Really? You really think you need to be talking? I told y'all cut his mic off. (laughs) Yeah. But what is he mad about? The little fizz it and Omarion Broco man? Harry stuff too long, Carla. That was forty minutes ago. We talked about that. Girl, forty minutes ago. Thank you. Forty years. Thank you. This boy is and, and, still <laughs> mad at Earl Patterson on a hundred and twelfth Street about his bike. <laughs> and that will never change. Tommy, that makes you bitter inside. If he never see, see Earl Patterson. Again. Earl Patterson, Earl got to be be at least 68 now. Nice age age for an ass whooping. That's a good age for a whooping right now. He still be talking about Earl Patterson. I be going, Tommy, if you saw Earl, you wouldn't even recognize him. Tommy, what about forgiveness? What? Is that what the closing remark about him? Man, we we ain't got enough time for them closing remarks with him. Hey, y'all, I do want to say this, though. I want to remind people of something. I want everybody to go back and look again. Go back and look again. If you have given up on a mission in life, if you've given up on a dream, if you've given up on an aspiration, if you've stopped pursuing uh, anything you that, that, that you had your eyes on as a goal, I want you to go back and look again. 
sometimes you have to rekindle the dream. Sometimes you got to fire, fire it back up. Sometimes you got to find a new motivation. Sometimes you just got to, sometimes you just got to go back and look again. I can't tell you how many times I stopped doing something because I thought it wasn't going to happen or because I thought that wasn't God's will or because I just got tired. But if you go back and look again, you might come to the realization that God was behind the scenes working some stuff out for you. Because God sees things you don't see. He hears conversations you don't hear. So quite naturally, God going to make moves you wouldn't make. Sometimes you got to go back and look again. Because I can promise you it was not his fault at all. It is always because of a decision we make. Stop letting the devil rob you of your destiny by, by, by giving up too early. A blessing delayed is not a blessing denied. God has impeccable timing. His timing is always on point. He's never too late. The problem with people is we give up too early. We get tired of waiting on God's impeccable timing and we give up too early. When all you got to do is stay the course. If you stay the course, let me, let me ask you something. What's wrong with staying the course? If you don't see any movement happening, why would you not just stay the course? When you don't see movement happening, it doesn't mean movement ain't happening. Could it possibly be that God is doing some things behind the scenes? Have you ever thought about that? I'm telling y'all, man, sometimes you got to go back and look again. You got to take a second look, man, and you'll find out oftentimes, man, it ain't God, it's you. You got to stop giving up so quick. You got to stop throwing in the towel. You got to stop raising the white flag. What you doing that for? What you quitting for? The problem with quitting is you, when you quit, you finalize the blessing from happening. You impede the blessing from coming because you quit. You gave up. Sometimes you got to go back and look again. God is always working behind the scenes. He's always preparing a table for you. I can't count the times, how many times God done prepared a table in the presence of my enemies. I can't even tell you. I'm a living witness to this man. But you got to keep the faith. You got to keep believing. You got to keep going. When it feels like it ain't going to happen, hang in there. Why quit? When it doesn't feel right, when it doesn't seem like it's moving, this is not the time to quit. This is the time to knuckle down, stand still, and keep your faith. This is all what faith is. How many times can I say it, man? Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. God ain't gonna always reveal to you exactly how he's doing it. You just got to believe that it's gonna get done, just like it's been done every other time. Tell me one time God has failed you. Name it. 
Name the one time he failed you. Now, if you think you're smart enough where you can name a time God has failed you, I want you to look back at that. Was it really God or was it you? I bet you it was you. God never fails. Come on, y'all. Keep the faith. Keep your head up. God is working. Look back again. Take a look. Don't give up. Hang in there. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a great one today. Hey, look, we'll see y'all tomorrow, uh, God willing. And uh, we'll have another great day. We'll have another great show. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ain't nobody doing it like this. Period. Bet you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 